what's up you guys welcome to episode three of the almost living podcast um i did already record this episode but it was like months and months and months ago um i think it was in october and now we are creeping up on january of 2024 so that's pretty cool um yeah, I mean, listen, I have ADD, um, so I don't, I don't care, I don't really care, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and act like, you know, this isn't what's expected of me, you know, like, this is me with everything that I start, I do it for, like, two weeks max, and then I'm like, okay, uh, that was cool, but what can I do now that I'm bored, um, but I'm back. I mean, I love talking. I love talking to myself. I love yapping. And I I want to get back on here and really get into my podcast grind. Because um, that was my goal for 2023. And I mean, we tapped in a little bit. But, you know, I feel like my voice needs to be heard more than it already is. Um, I still have, as you all know, if you've listened to my first couple episodes, I keep a running list of you know, things I want to talk about. Um, the list is kind of old because, you know, I've, I, I, I have, I keep this going, but I feel like the last time I really added to it was when I was super consistent with the pod. Um, by super consistent, I mean, I dropped two episodes and then I said, I'm kind of fucking over this. Um, but I mean, genuinely i i am just a little bit busy i mean i'm a student you know that has been one thing that i've been getting back into i was on a gap year from last spring till this fall and so this was my back this is my first semester back um for like a year and i just finished with that actually just finished my finals um it's it's nice it's nice to have it you know be out of the way um I fucking hate school I'm not even I'm not even gonna cap I'm not gonna you know sit here and lie um it's really rough I was a I was a bio major my first two years and I mean that was awful you know like nothing I feel like nothing is harder and more annoying than STEM. I'm, I can't even lie. Like, and you know, this is just my experience, but like, I mean, in my opinion, I feel like science and math, at least for me, and I feel like this is most people, um, but especially math is like, it's fucking difficult. Okay. It's complicated. It's difficult. It's very, there's just a lot. Um, And I don't know, it's so different. I feel like there's a lot more leeway, at least, like, you know, I go to, like, primarily an art school, so, like, I know a lot of our students, and I feel like, you know, I'm not an art student, never have been, so I can't talk about how hard that is. However, I have heard a lot of people be like, it is kind of bullshit, you know, like, you can just kind of fucking just kind of finesse your way through it, which, I mean, I feel like you can do for all of college, but that's besides the point. Um, yeah, STEM is fucking hard. Say all that to say, STEM is hard. 
I am a sociology major now, and I like that a lot better. I think, you know, I'm interested in people and how people work, and so that's a big thing. Um, and it's cool. I I had a point that I was going to make. Where was I going, guys? Oh, my God. My brain. Um, what was I going to say? I'm finished with finals. Um... I don't fucking know. School's annoying. It's boring. I, there's just like, it's, at this point, I've been in school for 15 years, I guess you could say, 15 years of my life. I mean, counting, you know, you have kindergarten, and then you have first grade through 12th grade, and then you have four years of college. Like, it's just a lot. It's fucking a lot. And I, I'm so incredibly ready to be done. I'm so ready to get out of Richmond. I feel like I'm always complaining about this. Um, But I just can't. It's so... Like, I... Richmond, if you are not familiar, is a a dirty, dirty, filthy, disgusting cesspool. It is just the bottom of the barrel. Like, I don't know. It's cute. It's fun. I like Richmond because it's weird and it's different and um there's great food. There's I feel like there's a a cool music scene. Um it's it's like a mecca for tattoos, which I've actually recently learned. Apparently, I I don't know if I feel like I've said this before, but I don't know to who. Um but Richmond is apparently like the third most tattooed city in America, which, I don't know, I just thought that was a fun tidbit. Why do I feel like I've said this on this podcast before? I don't know. If I have, sorry. Um, get over it, honestly. Um, sorry, I don't know why I'm being so, like, snappy. I actually know exactly why. Um, I'm, I'm on a little, like, (laughs) I'm on a little break right now. Um, a little tea break of a particular thing that I like to do that I'm not doing right now because I'm at home. Um, so I'm a little bit irritable, but anyways, um, yeah, da, da, da. yeah, Richmond is the Mecca of tattoos. I don't know. Richmond's cool, but I feel like I've gotten absolutely everything that I can from it and I'm just kind of done, you know, it's, it's cute. I feel like I've scoped the scene out. I've scoped out the scenery you know, and now, you know, I'm, I'm kind of done, I'm ready to move on, um, I just kind of want to live in a bigger city, like, I feel like that's what I've noticed, that's what pisses me off of Richmond, because while it is a city, and while there is, you know, a good amount of stuff here, I feel like what's definitely lacking here is the nightlife, like, the club scene is just really not great, Um, and that's, that's annoying, you know, as a 21 year old, like, I want to go out, I want to have fun, I want to explore, and I, I don't, I don't want to do that here in Richmond, you know, like, that's not really, it's just fucking boring, and it gets old, like, going, after you've been to the same club, like, 10 times it's like okay and I mean it's one thing if it's a super fun place but I feel like I haven't really found that in Richmond I mean 
Mm, yeah, I don't know. It's mid. It's it's just like annoying and living in a city that is so small, you get to a point where you kind of know everyone and I feel like I've definitely reached that and if I don't know everyone it's like I know someone who knows you and it's like it's just you know like it's weird and it's incestual and I really just want to like be in a new spot with new people and something fresh fresh faces I don't know um I feel like I've been getting really frustrated with that recently, super antsy, just like, fuck, like, can I, can I get out of here, you know, like, can I leave, and it's just like, thinking about, like, having to finish school, and it's like, okay, I have to finish school, and then when I finish school, I can get a job and leave Richmond, it's just like, oh my god, I just want to leave Richmond now, like, I don't want to have to do the whole, like, school thing, you know, um, mm. So that's really annoying. I I don't know. I, like a week and a half ago, I was feeling super impulsive. And I was scrolling on Airbnb at literally like 2.30 a.m. And I was like, you know what? I, I don't want to be here right now. Let's, let's not be here. And I booked a little Airbnb in the mountains. Um, still in Virginia, but a little bit of a drive away. And I mean, I guess that's the cool thing about Virginia. Although I'm fucking tired of being here it it is cool because I mean you know is it a shitty beach yeah but we have Virginia Beach we have you know city we have mountains there's forests I mean Virginia has a lot of like nature um so yeah I did that uh literally just for like a day and a half I stayed in this really really cute Airbnb I'm actually um I recorded it when I went and I I'm currently editing that video, so I want to drop it as a vlog, because I don't know, it was fun, it was cute, um, and I'm on my, like, fucking content grind, but yeah, um, what was I saying, yeah, super fun, it was really nice, it was just like a solo trip, and I just went and was reading, and journaling, and watching stuff, and just staying in this Airbnb, and it was so so cute it was like a little like cabin fucking adorable um and it was nice it was my first time doing a solo trip and I really enjoyed it like which I kind of knew I mean I'm an introvert I, I really enjoy myself and you know not being around people so that was great and I, I honestly feel like I'm a great person to solo travel with like I love my own company um it was it was chill as fuck. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Um let's get into some some podcast topics. I'm trying to think about what you would what we should talk about. I mean it wouldn't be me. I wouldn't be being my full authentic self, okay? And this wouldn't be a podcast by the Kaylin Nakaya Stanley if I didn't talk about misogyny and the patriarchy. Um, so I feel like I already talked about the Twitter thread maybe last episode. Um, I feel like, so I mean, just to recap, there was a Twitter thread on Twitter, <laughs> Jesus Christ, um, that was viral. 
and it was basically it was a guy being like yo like that phase when you start to low-key hate your girlfriend is crazy and then just like a bunch of guys like agreeing and then all of these women being like what the fuck y'all are insane um there's there's seems to be a really huge theme of men and i mean men and women usually men and women in a straight relationship but i feel like a lot of times men because i i want to shit on men so let's do it there's a big theme of men being in a relationship and literally just hating their partner like genuinely disliking their partner and i have another example of this um i saw it was a tiktok that also went viral and was going viral on twitter because bitches were like what the fuck this girl was recording a tiktok and her and her boyfriend were i think they were on like a a ferris wheel or something and she was like I just love you so much, like, I know I talk about it a lot, but it's just because I really care about you, and whatever, going on and on and on, her boyfriend literally goes, fuck, what did he say, he goes, you need to stop talking my head off, he was like, he was like, he was like, yo, you need to chill, like, talking my head off right now, and then she was like, she was like, I know, I'm sorry, and then she just smiled and posted it, and I was like, that's that's what confuses me with situations like this because I'm like, you really watched that back and posted it and was like, yep, this is cute. Like, bro, your boyfriend fucking hates you. He hates you. And when I say this shit, I'm not being dramatic and I'm not trying to be hyperbolic. Like, genuinely, he dislikes you. He does not value you as a person. Another thing, I don't know if I talked about this, but this is in my notes app. Maybe I did. I'm talking about it again. This bitch on TikTok was like, he was like, yo, like I was in the pool yesterday with my boyfriend and I told him uh, not to get my lashes wet because I just got them done. And then he purposely got them wet and splashed me in my eye. Like, yo, he's so annoying. And I was just like, again, like, your boyfriend fucking hates you. And I actually stitched that TikTok and I said that. I was like, yo, like girls be making videos like this, like thinking it's funny, not realizing like he, your boyfriend literally hates you. And it's it's not funny. It's like really sad. She she finds the TikTok. And this girl is like, she has a pretty big following, and then her boyfriend also does. Um, and he's like an up-and-coming rapper. I listened to his music. It was absolute fucking hot garbage. Um, but she finds my TikTok and she's like, yo, like you sound single. Like, why are you hating? Like, it literally, it was an accident. Girl, what are you talking about? First of all, first of all, saying you sound single is crazy. Um, calling someone single as an insult is like genuinely wild because being in a relationship is not an accomplishment. It's not really like hard to do. Um, anyone can do it. Uh, you just kind of find someone to get in a relationship with and you do it. Like I don't, I don't really know what to tell you. So yeah, that's not really something to be proud of. But um, so that's that. And then also like being like, it was an accident. It wasn't. 
your boyfriend purposefully cupping water in his hands and then splashing you in your eyes where where you just asked him to not is actually not an accident so that doesn't really make any sense but yeah she commented that and then her boyfriend she got her boyfriend to to come at me which was really funny and I mean defend your girlfriend like that's real I mean I guess that was something that he did that was kind of stand up of him but he was like calling me a bitch like he was like fuck what did he say because he's he commented on my shit and I think I don't know he called me like a loser or something or was like yo why are you hating and then I think I replied I don't I honestly don't remember what I replied with this was months ago and I also deleted the tiktok because I was like I kind of feel bad because it's like I don't know like I do that a lot (laughs) um I mean, I comment on stuff on social media because I have a voice and, you know, no one's going to silence me. But then I, you know, I started to feel bad about it because I'm like, damn, you know, she already has like a boyfriend who hates her and who's an asshole. Like she doesn't need me to, you know, really dig it in. Um, But yeah, her boyfriend like was literally commenting on my shit and I responded trolling, probably saying something sarcastic and bitchy um, because I'm hilarious. And then he was like, oh, I don't, I don't hate, I didn't hate you before, but, like, I definitely hate you now, and, like, was calling me a bitch, and it's just, like, girl, this is, is this not a red flag to you? Like, first of all, your boyfriend saying he hates me is crazy. Why, why are you even, why am I that important to you, and why are you even thinking about me that much to hate me? You know, like, am I crazy? Like, it's genuinely not that deep (laughs) question mark like I don't know and it's like if I'm completely wrong about you hating your girlfriend and if you don't hate your girlfriend then why are you commenting like it's just kind of a like if the shoe fits wear it kind of moment where it's like I don't really know what to tell you if the tiktok doesn't apply and you and your girlfriend are in a happy loving healthy relationship then continue being in a happy loving healthy relationship I, however, am single. Um, I like to comment on misogynistic bullshit. I like to comment on men being assholes. And again, like my voice is not going to be silenced. So I don't know. I just thought that was funny. And I feel like I just see so many women just getting dogged on the internet by their significant others. And it's like, this isn't cute you're getting embarrassed and your boyfriend doesn't care about you um so yeah I don't know I'd rather be single all day every day than be dating a man who after I tell him specifically not to do something he does it you know like I just don't really find shit like that funny um I don't find it lighthearted. I don't find it you know it's just like kind of childish and um If you ask your boyfriend not to do something and he does it anyways, he doesn't really respect you and probably doesn't see you as a full human being. So, yeah, that's my little misogyny rant of the day because I just see so many bitches being fucking stupid, dude, like stupid. And I feel like we're just living in this era of, you know, 
situationships and standing on business and whatever and it's just like if we're going to I I need some of y'all to stand on business for real and I need y'all to grow a backbone I need y'all to grow up I need y'all to put your big girl panties on I need y'all to stand up and stop letting men disrespect you because it's truly embarrassing it's truly truly embarrassing I I'm not gonna lie you know I'm not gonna act like my shit don't stink I'm not gonna act like I'm perfect I had a few moments actually I had a few moments earlier this year where you know someone disrespected me (laughs) someone was disrespectful and you know I wanted things to work out I was I was trying to see the the possibility I was you know, I was romanticizing it and it was, it was my own, my own fantasies and my own imagination and my own amazing mind, you know, that was like, maybe, maybe, maybe. And it's like, no, no, you can't. And I'm a real ass bitch. You know, I had a, I had a little moment. I, I, listen, I'm not glorifying this. Okay. But sometimes you got to cut a bitch off. Sometimes you have to cut someone off after the first time they disrespect you. Okay? Because like I said, I was disrespected once. I had someone play in my face. I had someone, I had someone be, be corny as fuck to me. And, and really show me that they were a loser. And you know what I did? I was like, wait a minute. I looked in the mirror. I was like, wait, hold on. Why am I dealing with this? (laughs) Like, genuinely, not even trying to be like egotistical, not even trying to have like a God complex. But genuinely, I looked in the mirror and I was like, I am too pretty to be dealing with this. I am too pretty. I'm too cool. I'm too funny. I'm too kind. I'm too resilient. I'm too brilliant. Bitch, I'll go. Girl, bye. You know, you have to just like wake up and stop accepting it. If you keep letting it slide, you're going to keep getting disrespected. And if you keep allowing yourself to get disrespected, honestly, maybe that's what you deserve. Because whatever you allow is what you deserve. Low key. But anyways, um, to all my women listening, stand on business, y'all like for real because it's getting embarrassing and I am all for female empowerment I'm a feminist I am a misandrist I love to see women shining I can no longer stand behind this embarrassing behavior we have to stop I also oh my god sorry I was gonna I was gonna move on from the misogyny but we need to keep going I saw a tiktok and it was this guy texting this girl and he was like you're like he was like, you're one of my bitches that I'm, I'm focused on right now, but what you need to be, or he was like, you're one of the, you're one of my girlfriends, you know, that I'm trying to, whatever, what you need to be focusing on right now is being my favorite one. And then the caption was, why would this work on me? Or no, I don't remember what the caption was. The caption was, it was, I don't know. It was the bitch who posted it actually had that message to her. And I don't remember, but all of the comments were like, Oh my god, why would this work on me? Wait, why is this actually hot? Wait, guys, why? Babe, 
babe. It's not cute. It's really not cute. It's not a good look at all. Why would this work on you? Uh, Maybe because you have no confidence? Maybe because you're insecure? Like, I don't know, because that's the only reason I could think of as to why you would allow someone to tell you that you're one of many girlfriends and that you need to focus on being their favorite. I'm sorry. I'm so, 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 so incredibly sorry. No. No. (laughs) It's not going to go like that. Like, too many of y'all are, like, really too fucking dumb for your own good. I'm sorry. I, I just have to keep it real and keep it frank. Like, genuinely, I cannot imagine a man talking to me like that and me sitting there and taking it. Especially after this year of having experienced that once of a stupid motherfucker I don't want to have to deal with that again I don't like it is so oh my god relationships and dating and situationships and all of this fucking jargon is so stressful I hate it it's disgusting um I want no parts of it I'm I'm taking a I mean I've been single for pretty much my whole life um but I am now moving forward taking a purposeful I'm having a purposeful single journey where I am I am now not just single you know just cuz or just cuz of circumstances I am single genuinely because I do not fucking respect you bitches I don't respect any of you and I truly I I have not come across a motherfucker yet that is worthy of me and worthy of all that I come with you know um yeah, we'll leave it at that. I think a lot of y'all are losers, and I think y'all need to get it together. Um, let's talk about Amy Schumer and Selena Gomez, why don't we? Because I have that in my podcast notes, and I feel like we should just get out of the way. So, I mean, as you all know, I hope you do, there is a very, very, very unfortunate genocide going on in Gaza. Um which a lot of celebrities and a lot of people with huge platforms have, you know, made the choice to not speak about, which I think is really weak and I think is really pathetic. Um, And, you know, I'll see opposing opinions of people being like, why should I have an opinion about uh, something happening like this? I'm, I'm an influencer, you know, I'm an actor, I'm a model, I'm whatever. This is not, this is not, okay, well, it's kind of just about being a person. I don't know. Like, I, I'm i really tired of people pretending like it takes a fucking, like, master's degree in political science to be able to just, like, comment on, you know, something happening in the world. Um, I think it's incredibly selfish. I think... Yeah, I think it's just really fucking stupid. And I think especially if you have the platform to do so and you have you know for example let's talk about someone like Taylor Swift right or not even fuck that fuck that we're not talking about Taylor Swift let's let's continue on Amy Schumer and Selena Gomez let's actually talk about Selena Gomez because I think she's the perfect example as the most followed person on Instagram 
Selena Gomez has like 500 million followers on Instagram, something insane like that. Literally half a billion people you have outreach to. So basically like a 16th of the fucking world. Um, Basically for the entirety of this genocide, Selena Gomez has been silent. And a lot of people, a lot of her fans were like, yo, um, what the fuck? You haven't said absolutely anything. Like, are you going to be a dead fish or are you going to like use your voice? Like what's, what's popping? What's up? Um, and I mean, I didn't follow it super closely, but what I think Selena Gomez replied with was basically being like, she did, she come out, she came out and say some, said something, but she only talked about Israel and was like only talking about the attacks that had happened in Israel and was like, it's super hard for me as someone who is an older sister and has a younger sister, like I can't see children, like blah, blah, blah. It's like, girl, first of all, I think that's really stupid that you have to be an older sister to just be able to empathize with children dying. I don't really think you being an older sister matters. I don't really think that's relevant but also we want to talk about children dying and we want to talk about you being an older sister then why are you not speaking up about the palestine genocide and and the war going on in gaza why are you not talking about that so yeah she says that stupid remark about being an older sister basically making herself the victim truly in the situation of being like oh my god it's so hard for me to see this being an older sister well your sister's still alive um not a lot of people in gaza can say that unfortunately um so you know maybe get the fuck over it and maybe stop making yourself the victim but um so she says that and then people are like girl what the hell are you talking about and you know are just kind of like okay that was really stupid um you could have honestly just said nothing and that would have been better than what the fuck you just spouted out of your your fucking anyways um she comes back online and then she's like guys i'm logging off like this is too much i don't support any of what's going on right now like whatever i'm logging off and then proceeds to i don't know if she, i don't think she deleted her instagram she definitely deleted her instagram but like i think she just deleted the app and is taking a social media break but it's like how self-absorbed are you and how much of a fucking little bitch are you that you are making yourself the victim during a genocide genuinely what are you doing what are you doing why oh you're logging off it's too much for you right now boo fucking who i'm so sorry you're the most followed person on instagram and people are begging you to use your fucking platform okay which people don't have your average person is not walking around with half a billion people listening and viewing what the fuck they have to say selena so maybe stop being annoying um that's really all about her amy schumer's annoying i don't want to talk about her honestly she's just um she's just a stupid bitch and has been very openly pro-israel um 
And I mean, she's Jewish, so she, I feel like, uses that as a kind of scapegoat. Um, But she's, like, kind of racist. I don't know. And she steals jokes, so I don't like her. But that's really all I have to say about her. I don't want to talk about her anymore. Um, Moving on, moving on, on. I want to talk about piercings. Um, I, I, I'm going crazy. Um, I got my tongue pierced. So I got my tongue pierced, I want to say in September. I honestly don't know. Um, time is not real, but a couple months ago, I got my tongue pierced and it was cute. It was a cute little cunty moment, I won't lie, but I recently took it out, like, honestly, like a week or two ago. Um, and I, I kissed it goodbye. It was honestly, I can't lie, it was probably one of my least favorite piercings that I've ever had. Truly, um, just because of how much it gets in the way. And I didn't really think about it. It wasn't a piercing that I really sat down and thought about much. It was more just like, I want a piercing. I'm feeling impulsive. I want to feel something. So let me go stab myself. Went and got it. I was like, oh my gosh, this is cute. Um, I think I honestly talked about this on my first episode, like the healing process. Because I, I think, so maybe it was around September. Um, the first week of getting your tongue pierced, like after, Awful. Your tongue is huge. You can barely talk. You're going to have a lisp. You're going to have a speech impediment. Um, eating is impossible. Um, and then once you, once your tongue swelling goes down and once you're, you know, because you have to like basically relearn how to use your tongue, which was crazy. Like when I got my tongue pierced, I was like, whoa, like, am I ever going to be able to talk normally ever again or like do anything? Like it feels so debilitating when it's swollen because it's huge and it hurts and moving it hurts. So you don't want to do anything. And and it genuinely feels like I'm never going to be able to use my tongue again. And then after like a week, week and a half or so, you kind of start to feel back to normal. But then like Eating is still so annoying, obviously, because you have this fucking ring in your tongue. Food gets caught around it, and, you know, I don't feel like people realize how much you use your tongue when you're eating until you have a tongue ring. You know, you use your tongue to move the food around, use your tongue to wipe your teeth down, you know, you you know, stuff like that. You underestimate, because also you have to when you have your tongue pierced, you start out with a longer bar to accommodate for the swelling. Um, so once the swelling starts to go down a bit and you still have the longer bar, it's long and it's annoying and it gets in the way. And even after downsizing, like I would still like, and this, it didn't happen often. It would maybe happen like once every couple weeks, which now that I think about it is maybe kind of often, but the feeling of biting down on a tongue ring is genuinely one of the most uncomfortable s- sensations, like, ever. It's awful. Because, um, I mean, you just never really bite down on metal. And, you know, if you're going to, say, bite something off of a fork, 
you're expecting the fork, you know, so you're going at it with a a softer force. When you're chewing and when you're just going ham, especially me when I'm eating, I I chew so fucking fast and I barely chew my food. I'll like chew and swallow, chew and swallow. When you're chewing and you're just in your food and you're enjoying it, you're not thinking about, oh, I have this, you know, long bar in my tongue that is now an extension of my tongue. So it's like when you use your, when you're eating, you're chewing, you're using your tongue, maybe say to wipe down your teeth and you put your tongue back in your mouth. When you, when you don't have a tongue piercing and when you just have your tongue, you can very much feel when your tongue is back in your mouth. It's like, okay, tongue's back in. Let me close my mouth. When you have a tongue piercing, you still want to do that, right? You're like, okay, tongue's back in. Let me close my mouth. You're not accounting for that tongue ring. So, so many times I would bite down hard as fuck, just expecting to close my mouth and bite straight down on my tongue ring. Y'all, it is, it's the worst sensation ever. And it's really, it's not good for your teeth, you know, obviously. Um, And I mean, there's ways to make it better, like having proper size jewelry, you know, not fiddling with the jewelry, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But still, like, no matter what, your tongue ring is going to be touching your teeth at least a little bit and touching your gums. And, you know, I... I really love my teeth. I'm not going to lie. I'm really into my smile. I think it's a good one. And I already have tooth gems, which are not the best for teeth because, I mean, they're just like glued on and then you have to really work extra hard to make sure you're cleaning well around the gem. So I already have that. That is kind of like not good for my teeth. And so then I was just kind of like, damn, like if I one day am just chewing my food and I accidentally bite down and I like chip a tooth like I would be so furious um and then I was just thinking and it's like I haven't kissed anyone in a while probably won't for a while not really interested like I said in anyone I don't want anyone breathing near me but I was talking to someone about that and I mean as you can imagine it gets in the way So I was just like, I was just thinking about all of this and I was like, ugh, is it worth it? Like, it's cute. Like, it really is. But I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm a mouth piercing girl. I don't, I don't know if I have it, at least not right now. It's, it's just a lot. Um, it's just a lot. Uh, so yeah, I had to, had to say that, say, say goodbye to that one. Um, I recently got my conch pierced. If you don't know what that is, it's kind of like smack in the middle of your ear it's like the deepest part of your uh cartilage and oh my god this actually happened recently so i got my conch pierce like two weeks ago um at this place called river city river city tattoo in richmond highly recommend they're amazing can't say anything about their tattoos never gotten one but have gotten a few piercings there now and they are amazing um but got my conch pierced there a couple weeks ago, and I have other cartilage piercings, so I knew what to expect going in. You know, it's going to hurt because cartilage is very thick, and so you're going to feel that pop. But the piercing wasn't bad, um, you know, so I go home, whatever, and I'm taking really great care of the piercings. And then a few days ago, I noticed that the, like, the piercing was starting to go 
in my ear. Like it was very much like my piercing or my ear was super swollen. Like it was puffed up like a fucking marshmallow. And the top of the piercing was like starting to recede into my ear. So I was like, fuck, (laughs) that's not good. And it was like, like I could feel the throbbing, like I was taking Advil, like it was just super painful. So I was like, all right, it's probably, it's probably be a good idea for me to go in and, you know, make sure that, you know, it's not like an infection or anything. Um, And so I go in, I have them look at it and he's like, he's like, all right, this is, you know, pretty common. Um, It's probably just like a particulate or something. So like a hair, something like that got into it and your ear is just irritated and it's trying to flush it out. So it's filling with drainage fluid and, you know, it's trying to get it out. I'm like, okay, cool. He's like, so we're just gonna have to put a longer bar in um, to accommodate for, you know, the swelling right now. I'm like, perfect. Because I'm thinking that I, like I might have to take it out. And I'm like, fucking hell, I paid like hundred fucking dollars for the piercing. Like, I do not want to take it out. It's so cute. Um, so I'm really happy that that was not the case. But he's like, all right, lay down, whatever I lay on the fucking table. He's like, okay, so we're gonna have to you know, switch it out, the hardest part is going to be getting the top part out because it is in your ear. And I'm like, okay, I'm like bracing myself. I usually don't really get nervous until I'm like on the bed and they're like, the gloves are on and you know, it's happening. I'm like, okay, but I don't really know what to expect because this has never happened to me before. Like I have, I have one, hold up. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, I have seven ear piercings, three of which are cartilage, four, four of which are cartilage, um, and I've never had any experience like this where a piercing has been receding into my body, so I didn't really know what to expect, but, I mean, he was telling me it was going to be painful, so I was like, okay, when I tell you guys this was probably one of the, one of the worst pains I've ever experienced, um, it was, oh my god, I was gonna say piercing, no pun intended, but it was piercing, it was so incredibly painful, because I mean, my ears swollen, my ears inflamed, it's red, bright, cherry red, he's having to push down on my very, very irritated, very painful to the touch ear, while unscrewing the the top i'm assuming that's what he was doing that's what it felt like and then taking taking the bottom out and putting a longer piece in holy fuck was it painful he had to like double back like he 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 was he had his hands like in my ear and was doing it and then he like took it away for a second i was like oh my god it's done he comes back and puts even more pressure i'm like oh my god and once it was changed out, he was like, all right, now we have to drain it. And he's literally just sitting there pushing it, putting pressure on my ear. And, you know, my ear's draining. Stuff is coming out. It's bleeding, which is what we want. You you want all that to come out. But it was so painful. It was it was so incredibly painful. Like, oh, my God, it was it was awful. Um, it was really bad. He he said I did great. Um, so, you know, that's nice. And it's nice knowing, I mean, I feel like, I don't know if I would say, 
I don't even honestly know what having a high pain tolerance means because it's like I feel like anyone can tolerate pain like if you have something done to you you're gonna tolerate it it's just like you know how well right so it's like I don't know if I'm a high I don't know if I would classify myself I don't know if I would identify as someone with a high pain tolerance but I feel like I can tolerate a lot of pain and yeah that was fucking painful it was really really painful um but it was worth it it was it's it's so cute i love it and i'm not gonna lie i do i want more piercings i want more piercings um i i have two healing at the moment i have my my conch healing and then i have my belly button healing um i don't know what i want next but i don't know i'm always just like i'm bored let's let's put something in my skin let's put something in it or on it it's just so fun and um this is a very new development i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say too much but there's this piercer in new york that is fucking awesome she's super cool and quirky and fun and she's a bad bitch um and she is doing a she does these really, really interesting, really cool shoots with piercings where she'll do either like dermals or just like body surface piercings and do it like in the shape of a heart, in the shape of a star and do like ribbons around it. Like it's kind of hard to explain, but basically like, I don't know if y'all have ever seen, it was like a trend. People were getting piercings on their back or like on their stomach, you can do it wherever. And then you would put... um like ribbon through it and you would have like a corset if that makes any sense whatsoever but anyway um i'm gonna be like doing a shoot with this piercing person i'm gonna get some play piercings and i'm nervous i'm excited i don't know she does like crazy shit like she does piercings on people's feet she does piercings on people's fucking sides on people's stomachs like i don't know but um this person's going to be dropping like a bunch of different kind of piercings and um like we as the models get to choose like which ones we want and then do a shoot so i'm super fucking pumped definitely nervous because i've never had like i mean i've had a body i've had body piercings but the just kind of like your normal everyday ones you know not just like a fucking like not like eight piercings on like my back with a ribbon through it you know so that's really exciting um that's fun that's gonna be in new york so i'm super excited and i want to i mean i wanted to go up to new york anyway to get some more tattoos um so this is like all kind of working out but i think i think that was an an amazing episode i'm not gonna lie i think this is a brilliant place to stop Thank you for listening. If you did, have an amazing rest of your day and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.